And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, September 21st edition. Hope everybody had a great weekend. It was a fun one. Football was wacky as heck on Sunday. Baseball's just been crazy. We talk about it all the time in the Fantasy Sports DJ Slack chat. It's free, so come join us over there if you're interested in having some fun there. They're talking all sports, all kinds of fun stuff. Also, if you can give a rating review on iTunes, I'd really appreciate it. This is the last week of the MLB regular season. What a run it's been for two months of great uh, baseball action. So if you have a rate and review over there, would mean a lot to me. It'd help out a ton. Also, you can check out the video on the Rotoballer YouTube channel. So go check it out there. Like and share. All the good stuff's over there. And if you want to become a member at rotoballer.com, the premium package, you get 10% off the package of your choice. Uh, get all the, the tools, the optimizers, all that good stuff. Just uh, use promo code Bubba. But for now, we have an eight-game slate on tap. And just to be, to be careful with everybody, if you're playing FanDuel, it's a six-game main slate If you play, that starts at 7-10. If you're playing DraftKings, it's an eight-game main slate that starts at 6-37. Uh, there's two games between 6-10 and 6-37 that are not on the main slates. There's an early game that's on the main slate. So if you want to play that, you just play all day on FanDuel, or I believe there's an early-only slate. So it's all over the board. But we're going to discuss the eight-game main slate here on DraftKings. Should help you with the six-game main slate on FanDuel as well. I'll throw in some tidbits here and there on FanDuel where I got them, but um, we will break it all down for you here. Let's look at the totals on this eight-game main DraftKings slate and see they're not even all on here. You don't even have all the totals, but you got Brewers-Reds, total of 7.5, Marlins-Braves, 9.5, Cardinals-Royals, 9, Mariners-Astros, 8. So we're missing the Yankees game because they're making a spot starter. looks like King's going to take the bump for the Yankees versus the Blue Jays in Coors East. Um, We have... Tampa Bay Rays versus the Jacob DeGrom Mets. Pete Fairbanks making the opening start for the Rays, so that one's up there. Uh, you got Astros Mariners. You got Rockies Giants. All kinds of games we don't have totals for, don't have information. All the fun and things when it comes to baseball. We're going to do the best we can here to get things popping for you. Pitching on this eight-game slate, there's one guy over 10K, and his name is Jacob DeGrom. 10500 bucks at home against the Tampa Bay Rays. Hamstrings apparently good to go. Side session went well. Hopefully, it doesn't start flaring up again like last time because it's a phenomenal matchup versus Tampa Bay Rays. Outside of the last start, we, we know the story. DeGrom's been a monster. Consistent as they come, 10 is a great price point against the Tampa Bay Rays. Team that strikes out 25.5% of the time versus righties. 239 average, 182 ISO, 322 Woba. So they don't hit, they hit a little bit of power, not a good average versus righties. Tons and tons of strikeouts. So if DeGrom's good, I don't need to go too deep into this. He's a beast. He's one of the top plays on the slate. Left, he's hitting 260. Right, he's hitting 235. Jacob DeGrom is good to go. Then he's good to go with me at 10-5. You haven't been cash lineups. He's very GPP viable as well. You can roll that direction. Uh, Luis Castillo, tons of strikeouts in that Milwaukee Brewers lineup. We know that for a fact. We've been targeting it all year, almost 27% K rate versus righties. But Castillo's been a, a bit of a hiccup. So I'm going to avoid Castillo. I'm going to pay up for DeGrom if I can. I will say this much about Castillo. His last couple starts, 37-4 against Pittsburgh, seven shutout innings. Uh, St. Louis, nine, one run for 34, and then seven innings, two earned against Pittsburgh. So if you want to go against Milwaukee, you can. He pitched really well six innings uh, with one earned four Ks his last time out for 24.1. I don't mind Castillo as a pivot. I think he's a very good pivot off of DeGrom at 9-8. He saved 700 bucks on uh, FanDuel. You get a, a bit of a savings as well. So you could look at Castillo. Uh, the more and more I look at him, I'm intrigued because the start of the season was rough. He's been giving up a ton of long balls. Uh, the Brewers do strike out a ton. We know that offense is very, very bad. 
Uh, it's just a matter of location with with uh, Castillo. That's how it always is. He has one of the best changeups in all of baseball. It's just when he's not locating and he has to get in the zone more, he's very hittable. Or he just starts walking a lot of guys, and the pitch count gets up, he doesn't make it deep into the game. Looking at those game logs, seven innings, nine innings, seven innings, that's promising. Uh, two are against Pittsburgh, of course. You know, take that with your grain of salt as you will. But still a really good spot here. Lefty's hitting 301 this year, only right. He's only 254. So Castillo at 98 definitely makes the list as an option we can get to um, and just hope that uh, everyone goes to the Grom, you save the money, and you get a big plus there with Luis Castillo. I think Adam Wainwright at 95 is a nice uh, cash game play. The floor is very strong facing a Royals team that you know you can attack, a Royals team that um, strikes out 24.5% of the time versus righties. Wainwright's been sneaky good this year. I'll say that much. Very sneaky good. Coming off a 33-point performance in his last time against Milwaukee. Got beat up by Cincinnati, but then dominated prior to that. He had 20 or more points in three of his last four starts. Brings a very strong floor to the table in this matchup at 95, but you know you can just go up to Luis Castillo for 98. That'll be the way to go. Wainwright will be extremely low-owned, though, so keep that in mind. But uh, Wainwright's in play, cash game, good floor, option for you. Now, after those top three, it gets murky. Like Woodruff against Cincinnati, probably not going to go there. Uh, Cueto and Coors at 86, just doesn't go deep enough in the games. Lance McCullers on the road, I'll pass. Like it just gets worse and worse. You got Herman Marquez in Coors, or I mean in uh, San Francisco, so you can take you know the Marquez on the road show and take your chance there. Very much in play for you. That is an option. But the guy I want this price range is Marco Gonzalez at 7,600 bucks against the Houston Astros. Marco just brings a great floor to the, the table. Basically 14, 15 plus points in uh, four straight starts. In all but two starts this year, he's gotten you 14 or more. He's gotten you 20 or more in five of nine starts. Eats up innings, gets starts. He's got you like six or more Ks in most starts. He's doing a lot of things that I don't think people give him enough credit for. He's been very, very consistent and good. And now he's getting that home against an Astros team that has struggled all year. They only strike out 20% of the time versus lefties, which is not what we want to see. But 237 average, 182 ISO, 313 Woba. Things that uh, don't scare you. Don't scare you at all. So you can definitely pick on uh, the Astros with Marco Gonzalez at 76 if you're looking to save some cash. The other guy I'm going to punt with is JT Brubaker at 6800 bucks at home against the Chicago Cubs. Brubaker's got 14 or more points in our four, yeah, 14 or more points at four of his last five starts. Really stringing it together. And he's gone. The biggest thing with him is he doesn't go super deep. You know, 92 and 98 pitches. So that's not the issue. But he hasn't gone more than five and a third in any game this season. So that'd be my biggest concern with Brubaker. He faced the Cubs a few starts back, five innings, seven hits, one earned, five K. So he's been very, very effective for the Pirates, 6,800 bucks. Uh, it's just he doesn't go deep in the game. So keep that in mind. But the Cubbies are striking out 26% of the time versus right. He's hitting 232. So you can pick on them with Brubaker as a punt. So like a Castillo Brubaker, a DeGrom Brubaker. Uh, basically, Castillo, DeGrom, Gonzalez, Brubaker, mix and match those four. And you could uh, have some very interesting pitching combos tonight to get things going for you. Let's take a, check out the bats on this eight-game DraftKings slate. You got uh, catcher's position. Salvi Perez is heating up. If you want to tr- fade him versus Wayno, you can. I'll save some cash, though, and uh, drop down at the catcher's position and kind of take some punts on this slate. And a lot of those be uh, lineup dependent, of course. Like I keep saying it every show because he's got so much power. But if Tyler Stevenson is in the lineup against Woodruff at 3K, it's very appealing. It's just a matter of will he be there? Who knows? But it would be nice. Uh, Jacob Stallings versus John Lester at 26 is a value I definitely like. And then Barnhart at 24 versus Woodruff. Those are the three guys I'd be looking at at the moment until we uh, see some lineups for the catcher's punting b- abilities. 
First base, though, now in business starts to pick up, folks. You got Luke Voigt in Coors East at 54 versus Matt Shoemaker. Uh, uh, we know that we like Voigt versus righties. It's just a, a match we didn't have anyone deep again on Sunday. So Voigt's a great play at 54. Uh, Dwight Smith Jr. at 48 is very interesting versus Fairbanks. The Mets will be a very, very live play tonight versus Tampa Bay. Fairbanks opens in the bullpen, so you could look there with Mr. Dwight Smith. Uh, then it's just all about the savings from then on out. You got the likes of the, the punt I really like is uh, Garrett Cooper's 3,700 versus Huasker Yanoa. Cooper has been flat raking of late. Uh, you know, a zero and three on the doubleheader yesterday, so whatever. But 25, 12, 5, 10, 20. Dude's been hitting great. 3,700 bucks is really good value against Huasker Yanoa. Have some fun with that one. Uh, Brandon Belt's only 32 versus Marquez. He's been kind of cold as of late. So if you want to slow down there, you can, but he's in play as well. Second base position, you got Brandon Lau, super pricey versus DeGrom. We'll probably pass. You go J, uh, DJ LeMayhew at 56. Very much a play. Talked about him quite a bit on Bench with Bubba last night. Bench with Bubba episode 311. Bubba the bat flip 50. A couple closing thoughts on the fantasy season, but then we gave five players who we were each wrong on. And I talked about how wrong I was on DJ LeMayhew. He's like insanely better than I thought he'd be. And that's the beauty of DFS. You can make up for your season long mistakes by playing DJ LeMayhew almost every day in cash, especially because his floor is just insanity. So LeMahieu at 56 is very strong. Um, Ozzy Albies, interesting at 51. It's lefties very well, so don't don't shy away from that. Like Robbie Cano at 45 is very much in play. Uh, big power weekend for Cano. So you got him against Fairbanks at 45. If you're stacking St. Louis versus Hernandez at Kansas City, which not a bad stack to have. Colton Wong hopefully leading off at 42 is a good place to look in that matchup. Again, I don't want to fade DeGrom, but Joey Wendell at 39 is interesting. Getting on, stealing base is quite a two-week run he's on right now. So at least if we don't do it today, keep an eye out the rest of the week. Joey Wendell, usually pretty cheap, especially on FanDuel. Get some nice upside with him. Then you slide down. I think Joe Panic if he cracks the uh, Blue Jays lineup, second base, third base eligible at 36, brings some nice savings to the plate. It's a strict punt because, you know, like 0, 2, 7, 4, but 14, 11, 8 prior to that. A little bit of upside in there, especially playing in that ballpark. So you can look at a Joe Panic at 35. And then after that, it's strictly lineup dependent. Like Adam Frazier, maybe at 31. Jazz Chisholm at 3K has been struggling, but it's a good value uh, in that one as well. Third base position now. You got DJ LeMahieu again at 56, like that quite a bit. Julia Shella at 53 is in play as well. But you can slide on down. You got Bregman at 49. Not bad, but he hasn't been playing great. Tommy Edmond at 47, I like quite a bit. But a great discount you have. He's been kind of cold of late. I'm not going to knock that, but I hit 250 over his last 10. But Kevin Biggio at only 46 against King and the Yankees uh, bullpen. Very, very intriguing at that price point. Biggio, third base, outfield eligible. Good upside in that matchup. After Biggio, uh, Mikel Franco at 38 against Wayno. Austin Riley at 38 versus Rodgers. Two uh, nicer values as well. Uh, Brian Hayes only 36, I like quite a bit as a punt. If you're not going to pay up, Hayes was swinging a really good back. It's the lefty Lester. So Hayes at 36. He's like 3K, I think, or 3,100 on Fandle. Nice little upside for you there uh, in that matchup as well. Shortstop position, you got Story, but it's on the road. Bo Bichette's 53. God, I love the fact Bo's back. Had a big triple last night. He's just so smooth on the base pass. Such a good ball player. 5,300 bucks. I like that quite a bit. You can look at Javi, Javi Baez. Uh, very, very inconsistent GPP only type stuff. It's like zeros or it's boomer bust with Javi. Five cavers, Brubaker. I'll probably pass, but uh, I'd rather go Bichette at 53 or Glaber Torres at 48 for Shoemaker. Torres, very uh, up and down year, but he's hitting 303 over his last 10. 
hopefully getting things going. He's got you basically five or more points in every game since he's come back from his uh, little bump, his injury he had. So you can look at Torres at 48. Alberto Montes, he's 46 versus Wayno. That's a strong play, especially on FanDuel. He's only 2800 bucks. That's a, a very, very good discount with Alberto Montes against Wayno on FanDuel. 46 on DK makes you think a little bit on FanDuel at 28. You can kind of plug and play right there. Miguel Rojas at 44 if you're stacking the Marlins versus Yanoa. Rojas at the top of the order is a good piece of the stack. Uh, Paul DeYoung is interesting at 43. It's righties better than lefties. Facing Hernandez, that's a good play because most will see righty-righty and go the other direction. So you've got a guy like Paul DeYoung in that matchup at 43. Have some fun with him. Other than that, the shortstop's really rough for values unless it's like a Tyler Wade or something like that when lineups get released. Outfield position. Acuna went deep again yesterday. He's 5,900. Obviously a great play. You got the Bronx Bombers in, in, in Coors East with Judge at 57. Still kind of shaking the cobwebs loose from uh, his situation. But who I do love is Teoscar Hernandez at 55. Come back from the IL, and all the boy does is keep hitting 19-3, a 26 in there. But since it's, since the IL, a couple of offers, and he's hit safely now in three straight games with two home runs over that stretch. Heating up, great place to hit in, great pitcher to hit against. Teoscar at 55 is a, a strong, strong play today. Um you know, Marcelo Zuna versus the lefty Rodgers at 5K has to be worth a look. Uh, Zuna's having a great year, period, hitting 341 over his last 10. Mashes lefties, big-time upside in that one with Ozuna at 5K. Uh, Adam Duvall's up to 48. If you're stacking, sure, one-off, not so much. You one-off with uh, Ozuna for 200 more, or you drop to Clint Frazier at 47, or even Michael Conforto at 47. Both much better one-offs than Adam Duvall. Adam Duvall's a really strong uh, play when it comes to comes to uh, stacking, not so much the one-off world. Uh, you got Giancarlo at 46. But then Gavin Beach only 4600 bucks stands out big time on this slate when it comes to pricing uh, as a guy I want to take a look at. Castellanos has been so ice cold. If you're stacking the Reds, you could go there. It's just tough to do. Like him and Suarez. Suarez is affordable, like 3600 I think. Castellanos at 44 Only if you're stacking against Woodruff, which I'm not really lining up to do, even though the Reds are heating up a bit. So you can look there. Kyle Tucker's 42 versus Lefty Gonzalez. I'll probably avoid that. But Lourdes Gurriel Jr. only 4200 bucks. You're getting some big Blue Jays discounts compared to their counterpart Yankees price tags. <clears throat> Excuse me. Gurriel, 12 points on Sunday. A couple cold days before he was on a big-time streak coming into that. So 42 versus Gurriel. You can definitely look that direction to get a piece of the Blue Jays for a relatively good price tag. Uh, Brandon Nimmo at 4K versus Fairbanks. Don't mind that at all. Uh, as I, I like the, the Mets tonight in that matchup for Tampa Bay. Again, Fairbanks is only opening, so keep that in mind, but still a good look there. Aaron Hicks, only 3900 bucks. Good Yankee savings as usual. DK continues to leave him nice and cheap. A little cheaper. You got Tapia leading off. Prefer him in Coors. Uh, Dickerson at 37 versus Yanoa. Good piece of Miami if you want to go like Dickerson. Uh, Cooper, that's a good look. Marte on Fandle, super cheap compared to DK. DK is like 55. Fandle is 32. So you can make that work for you. Uh, Jeff McNeil, only 3500 on DK is a steal, especially in cash games. You just plug him into cash. So I like that quite a bit. Brett Gardner at 32 on DK, I love. He's like 27 on FanDuel. He's been hitting anywhere from third to sixth in the Yankees lineup, hitting 375 over his last 10. 5, 14, 21, 11, a 0, 8, a 21. Been very, very productive for his price point on a little bit of a streak. Now he's in Coors East. Good price points for uh, Brett Gardner tonight at 32 on DK, 27 on FanDuel. And then after that, a lot of lineup dependence. Like Dylan Carlson at 3K could be a nice steal against Hernandez of Kansas City. 
Carlson's been called back up 5-2-21 and 21 over his last three games since the call-up. You could look at him at 3K as a nice savings. Uh, Akiyama at 29 leading off for the Reds, getting on base a ton. You could look that direction. But for now, we'll stick with everything above until we see some lineups and what pop out to us there. Recapping your pitching, Jacob DeGrom at 10-5 was outstanding. Luis Castillo at 98 is a very strong pivot. Don't mind Wainwright and, and Cash at 95, but if you're going GPP, just go to Castillo at 98 off of DeGrom. So those three are the guys I'm looking at up top. In the middle, you could go Marquez at 78 on the road versus the Giants. I'll go Marco Gonzalez at 76, and then JT Brubaker at 68 for your stacking options or for your pitching options on this slate. So Castillo mixed up with a Brubaker or Marquez – I mean – Brubaker or Gonzalez, pretty much where I'd be looking at on this slate. When you're looking to stack, though, the Mets versus the Rays is very intriguing. Love the Blue Jays versus the Yankees, and then love the Yankees versus the Blue Jays. Coors East is going to pop off tonight, but uh, the Blue Jays will be the fun way to go because everyone's going to go to the Yankees, and that matchup will be a little different. Uh, St. Louis versus Hernandez, Miami versus Yanoa, both in play as well. It's always a fun slate when these teams that you usually don't like to stack, you're looking to stack like the Mets versus Tampa Bay. Very much worth a look as well. So lots of good options to go to there. And then you got some interesting pitching up top. Atlanta versus Rodgers as well. Could be another one to go to against the lefty Rodgers of Tampa Bay. I mean, of Miami, sorry. So that's pretty much what we're looking at on this slate. Those are your stacking options, your pitching options, all kinds of fun stuff. It hasn't even been 20 minutes. It's beautiful. So uh, wrapping things up here, remember you can follow me on Twitter, at BDNTrick. If you have any questions, hit me up there. Or come join the free Fantasy Sports DJ Slack chat where we'll help you out there with everything you need. You can give a rating review on iTunes. I'd really appreciate it for the show. It would mean a ton to me. And also, if you can go to the Rotoballer YouTube channel, give it a like and a share. Check it out there. Join the Rotoballer Premium for 10% off. Use promo code Bubba. All of that good stuff. But uh, go check out Bench with Bubba, episode 311. Myself and Toby, Baffle Crazy. Got you going. A little look ahead of, or look back at what got, went wrong in 2020 and other fun stuff. Going to be a good offseason breaking down players. We broke down 10 players that we were wrong on. Really good analysis and, and ways to look deeper into players. And was it a fluke? Was it not? All that kind of fun stuff. So go check that out. Episode 311 of Bench with Bubba just dropped last night. But other than that, good luck on this Monday. You got Monday Night Football. Raiders opening up their stadium against the Saints. Empty crowd, of course. Lots of fun stuff there. But good luck. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, September 21st edition. I'm out.